Laura. In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. Thank you for listening to Ideal Remake. We take movies that either have been, will be, or should be remade and talk about what the ideal version of that remake would be. Today, we're borrowing Tom Hanks' credibility to make the most Simpsons remake Ideal Remake has done. So far. And here to sing the Spider-Pig theme song is Brian Green. So, Brian, is the Simpsons movie a movie that has been, will be, or should be remade? Uh, it should be, or at least we should get a new one, right? Like, I think that's what we're, we're at that point, right? I I think so. Yeah, God, like, that was 2007. That was, uh, so, 15 years ago? Yeah, I was looking at it, and just, like, even just looking at the cell phones in the movie. Right? I was like, Wow. This is yeah, more so dated than I was expected. At this point, we are like in another couple of years, the Simpsons movie will have taken will have been halfway through the run of the Simpsons. Wow. Like just like just to put that into context, that's how long it's been since we've had the Simpsons movie. The Simpsons movie is older than all of the Simpsons children. Yes, ab- oh, absolutely, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Almost combined, but you know, that's, that's no, not wild, not quite. But oh my I, goodness, it's getting close to that though. Yeah, because uh, it's what ten and eight and one, so nineteen. So yeah, yeah. we're getting real close. Good <laughs> four God. years away. Holy crap, oh, man! Wow. So you, Brian, are a huge fan of The Simpsons. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so much to the so much so that like all of your social media handles are some variation on Bort something yeah yeah that was more of a like i just needed some sort of a nickname to make it so that my twitter account wasn't you know discoverable by my students uh but uh yeah like i i've bort was just always like my favorite joke like of anything it's like one of the funniest damn things i've ever heard it's it's a great (laughs) joke as someone who was never able to find Brian with a Y, like at any of those uh, license plate things at theme parks, I, I related to Bart not being <laughs> able to find his license plate. So, yeah, I just kind of turned everything into Bort, and then it's kind of become my nickname online. So, there it is. This is a weird tangent. Is that spelling of Brian particularly uncommon? Because I feel like I know it, more Brian's with a Y than without. It is less common than Brian with an I, for sure. It's not. Okay. I wouldn't call it uncommon at all, though, but I is definitely the default. Like, all right. Nine times out of ten, if I'm going into Starbucks, like, or going to Starbucks or I'm telling someone my name, uh, they, they think it's with an I. It's Got happens. it. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Good to know. I, it's one of those things that, like, just I have no concept for it. My name is Sam. It's the most default name of all default <laughs> names. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, like, it is a great, just no matter what someone's gonna have that somewhere wait so you don't you don't put an h in the middle there that's weird i mean you're a real weird man my name has been misspelled but not with an h (laughs) Uh, but i I, and if it was you'd say that it was a sham (laughs) jesus (laughs) there's only one response to that and that response is wow wow (laughs) (laughs) it's a sham wow all right, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going, everyone. Y'all have, y'all have a great rest of the episode. I'll chat with y'all later. So, 
Do you remember the first time you started watching The Simpsons? Like, like as a whole, like, do you remember your intro? I, I really don't because it was always a thing for me. Because uh, I was born in '87, so it would have been two years before The Simpsons hit prime time. They were on mm-hmm. the Tracy Ullman show uh, before that, I believe, like slightly before. Uh, I think the same year I was born. I think it was when they were on the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, but I always remember watching The Simpsons. It's uh, it's especially. Uh, I, I I had the Christmas special, the original, like the the pilot episode of the full length show. I had that on VHS. Um, it was a retail copy. It wasn't even just like uh, you know recorded on a VCR. Uh, I had that and I watched it year round. It was you know a big reason why I love Christmas episodes so much of TV shows, sure. and Christmas movies and shit. Uh, and then on top of that. Uh, I think it's also why I never believed in Santa, but, you know, that's a different story for a different time. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I've always been a, I've always been a Simpsons fan. You know, I had some of the Simpsons video games on the NES. I wasn't watching week to week for, you know, several years there because I was more focused on Nickelodeon at the time. But for the most part, like, yeah, like I would always tune in when it was on. I would watch it with my my cousin. Uh, you know, whenever I, we were in town, uh, and then definitely like when I got to like nine and ten is when I really started watching, just week after week after week after week, and I was catching up. You know, every every day with syndicated episodes, I was watching those. You know, twice a day. Uh, fun fact: I used to live. So my dad was in the military, and so we lived on an air force base. And at five thirty every day, they would play the national anthem. And the oh, speakers all God. around the uh, the Air Force Base. I know it's terrible. It's oh. ridiculous. Like at five thirty every day, and if you were outside, you had to you have to stop whatever you're doing, and you had to like you know, put your hand over your heart, and or if you were driving, you were expected to stop. You would get pulled over if you were driving during the national anthem. Pulled uh, over by but, who? No one else was driving. Uh, oh, the cops were pulling you over. They, oh, they okay. pulled you over for so anything. They're the exception. Yes, exactly. They don't have to. <laughs> uh, and then, but they would, and at ten o'clock they would play taps, and so they would, uh, so like, bah, 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 bah. like, so they would play that at five thirty and ten o'clock every single day, and every day the San Antonio Fox affiliate played Simpsons at five thirty and ten o'clock, and that was my reminder: hey, Simpsons are on. <laughs> so <laughs> put away Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, Brian, and watch the Simpsons. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I was, I, I was obsessed. I, I, it's how I learned how to tell jokes. It's how I learned, you know, how to write things in a clever, funny way. It, it is like, it has so much to do with who I am and like my personality and my, just like you know, how, how I am as a person. Like, you know, like this, it is all to blame. <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons, yeah. Uh, the Simpsons and the Muppets. It's like, those two things are just what you know, created me. Those are, and and <laughs> so if you go by Bort Green, that does encompass both of them. Uh huh. It's um, I find it it's a little easier to be green. I think Kermit's a little whiny sometimes. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a topic for another time. But the okay. So for for me, I remember in my household, my mom was always like, "The Simpsons is a crass show. It's kids shouldn't be allowed to watch it. You shouldn't be allowed to watch it." But like, my parents also worked all the time, so I was just home alone, and I was like. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Simpsons. Were you, and, you were a latchkey kid? I'm hearing. Oh yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I I don't even remember what episode this is from, but I specifically remember like the first clip of the Simpsons I saw was I feel like it was uh, Spinal Tap 
in a mm-hmm. bus going over a cliff. <laughs> yes, so uh yeah, that's called the auto show that episode. And uh yeah, they go to see uh go see Spinal Tap and it's uh it's a great episode. I love the and it's funny is because for years I had no idea Spinal Tap wasn't a real band. I right. I, I I absolutely did not get the joke. And so I was, <laughs> was watching this I'm like, "Oh, man, I should probably get some of these this band Spinal Tap's albums because, you know, they're <laughs> They're on the glove. It must be great, and you know, (laughs) and you know, thirty some odd years later, I, I, yeah, not everyone who has been on the Simpsons is great, (laughs) believe it or not. Uh, But yeah, that's a that's a great episode. I I love that one. Uh, I've seen it a couple times, but it's not like one of the original like first eight seasons kind of things. So that is that's is it season that's like season three, I think. Is it okay? Yeah, let's see. Auto show. It's been a while. Like, I, I, so one of the first things I did at the start of the pandemic is I basically started with the monorail episode and then went uh-huh. from there until like season oh, wow. eight or nine. Yeah, uh, auto show is twenty uh, first episode of season three. Nailed that, it. Well, there you go. Well done. <laughs> and that's why you're here today. I, I have. The, uh, there are important things in my brain that are, that have just been shoved out of my brain that like have have made it so I remember that Spinal Tap was on season three of The Simpsons. Uh, your brain is full. Every time you you hear something new, it pushes something else out. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the quote is, and now I can't do it. I, I can't get that exact, but you know, <laughs> it's it's like the time we took that wine tasting course, and I, and I le- forgot how to drive. It's because you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, good. Um, so then, I guess the next question is: What are your thoughts on the Simpsons movie? I really like Does it. Does uh, Bort dig it? Bort digs it. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I, I saw it at a time that the sh- like it came out at a time where the show was not good. And, you know, I've been on a, like, and it's funny because the, uh, my buddy Robbie, he hosts the, the Simpsons show podcast. And right now they're like, they're going through just episode by episode and reviewing each one. And they just got past the movie. Like they're, uh, they're on season 19, which the movie came out between season 18 and season 19. And I'm, I'm here to say the season 18 and 19 are absolute dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> like they are just bad. And, um, you know, it, it came out at a time where I was like, I was not watching dated a uh, week by week because those episodes were just not very good. Like I, I think I would, uh, like I would catch up later on. Like uh, you know, we may have had a DVR. I'm not. I can't remember if we had a DVR yet at that point. Uh, but I, I was watching them. Eventually, I wasn't like you know seven o'clock Sunday night. Got to watch it. Um, but it came out and I was excited because you know, you, as a Simpsons fan, how can you not get excited? I mean, they turned Seven Eleven into a quickie mart. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Uh, it, it I got sucked into that, and I was like, okay, I, I'm really excited for this. Uh, you know, the, the trailer looked really interesting. The animation looked just stunning, you know, compared to what they had uh, had on yeah, the week-by-week week show. It's all of a sudden Simpsons on a feature budget. It's Simpsons right. in 3D, and that yeah. hadn't been done since season five. Uh-huh. It was... it. It's really impressive. Like, this, this movie looks and sounds just stellar. You know, so I went and saw it, and I, I loved it. I had a great time. I laughed a lot. I think I saw it three times in theaters as a result of that. Like, I, I was a big fan. And I, I go back and I watch it again, and there are problems with it. 
uh like i do have some i do have some issues with it like i i've always thought it's weird that the the episode the the movie clearly feels like this is act one okay now we are on act two now we are on act three. Like it is like like those act divisions are so clear, especially in like the transitions between them. Like the visual transitions feel like okay. Now we have to find a way to end this act, and now it transitions into the next act. It it I find that a little odd, uh, but it overall I think it's I think it still holds up pretty well. Um, and like I said, it, it it looks it's the show has never looked better and that includes even today when with the hd budget like the show looks really good today if you Mm -hmm. if you watch current episodes they look outstanding uh and sometimes they're even funny sometimes you know (laughs) like uh i mean i'll say this current current season simpsons is much funnier than you know anything in the the teens like yeah and they are getting i think bob's burgers now do you watch bob's burgers Bob's Burgers is one of those things that, like, when it's on, I really enjoy it, but it's not something I've ever, like, I'm ever like, oh, now's the time to watch Bob's Burgers. Like, I like mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. and I've seen a fair chunk of it. Right. But it's always been, like, with other people. Uh-huh. So, Bob's Burgers, I think, you know, it's been on this air for 12 seasons now. Like, it's about to overtake King of the Hill as the third longest-running animated show on Fox, which is right. crazy to me. Uh, but I think Bob's Burgers really captured a magic in it that they are a show that the they're an animated sitcom where the family really truly loves each other you know the simpsons they love each other even though they're fighting 99 percent of the time there's something like there's something wrong with them and then like and then like you bring in shows like south park and family guy where the families don't love each other they hate each other and they're constantly like fighting and the simpsons course corrected in that direction, I guess I should say course corrected. They 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 veered into that direction in the in the teen seasons, uh, and so like Homer became more of a jerk ass. He became more of a shitty father, and so for like a huge chunk of the show, like Homer is awful, like just terrible, horrible person. Yeah. And it wasn't until Bob's Burgers came on the scene where I think the Simpsons writers realized this is the direction we need to be going. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be taking cues from Bob's Burgers because these are characters that, deep down, they love each other, they care about each other, they have fun together. They might, yeah, you know, they might have like a squabble every so often, but for the most part, like they're a loving, caring family, and it works so well for Bob's Burgers, and it's working again for The Simpsons. There's a lot of really great stuff that they're doing these days with The Simpsons. There was some YouTube video I watched because right about like because when I did my Simpsons rewatch at the start of the pandemic, like I there was a time where I just started being like, this is less fun and more mean. Mm -hmm. And I remember I watched some YouTube video talking about how it like someone else at that exact point took over and they didn't really get Homer and they didn't like Homer. And that just like Mm kind of came through. And I wish I remembered more about it or could name the video, but it talked Uh, about like. Al Jean has been the showrunner of the show since like season like eleven or so, something okay. like that. He has been he has been the consistent in the in this in the the run of the show like since like the golden years. And I and he kind of went into autopilot. I think a lot of people. I think that's what a lot of people start yeah. to like think about with him. Um, I don't have many theories like that. Other people haven't already said a billion times over, uh, but he needs to get out of there he's been in there too too long and he doesn't seem to care all that much 
I'll say I that. mean, I've had... This is... I'm not going to name this particular writer just because <laughs> I don't think he's going to listen, but I might try to reach out to him again. But, like, I've had conversations with someone who was a writer on The Simpsons, and he basically just said, yeah, we basically went in, did the thing, got out. Like, some of the writers work a day a week. They go in, mm-hmm. get their paycheck, and do enough to earn the paycheck, and then leave. Because yeah. they're all millionaires at this point. Like, mm-hmm. And the only, the only reason they keep doing it is because it's such easy money, and they don't have to care. Right. And in those early seasons, in those, like, in those, you know, early years where everything is just perfection, you hear stories of how they would be going all night long to, you know, make sure that, like, this joke is as good as it can be. This scene is as good as it can be. And what they need to do, and I'm not saying they need to go back to that because their work-life balance is such an important thing to talk about. You know, they did not have the healthy work-life balance back then. Why are we still doing 22 episodes a season? You know, when every other show on television or like every other show that's not like a broadcast show does, you know, 10 episodes and that's more than enough for most people. Yep. Do 10 episodes. Spend more time on those 10 episodes. Yeah. And make 10 great episodes as opposed to maybe five that are, you know, okay and one or two that's like actually good. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on right now with season, you know, with these, like, I can point, like, the last, like, five seasons, I can point to, like, one or two episodes, like, hey, yeah, that one's pretty good, that one's pretty good. And then there's, like, okay, that one's fine, and the most are, like, just boring. Like, right now, like, The Simpsons is in a place right now where they are not outright offensive. And they were, they, like, they made some awful, horrible jokes, like, in the teen seasons, they got really into homophobic and transphobic jokes, and I hate it so much. Yeah. And, like, I absolutely... I mean, the movie as it exists, right, like, the movie we just watched has racist Mm -hmm. jokes in it. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like, at least there isn't that kind of stuff going on right now in The Simpsons, it's just boring right now. There is like there like there's a lot of like there's a lot of boring stuff, and then every so often you get like a really interesting episode. And when it's when they do that, it's is when or when they get those episodes is when they have someone fresh on the writing staff. Like yeah. Megan Amram wrote a uh, wrote an episode that was stu- awesome, right? Um, and you know just like get these. She get, was the one I was going to mention. Yeah, exactly. And like get people who are not old white men in their 50s and 60s to write who an don't care anymore right oh yes exactly it it's i don't know i have the same criticism that i had for like the showrunners of game of thrones of like if you're not into this there are people who are pass it yeah, along exactly it's like oh it 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 boggles my mind mm-hmm. so my experience with this movie is that so this movie came out in 2007 when i was uh just starting college so right around the t- at, at peak cynical sam <laughs> so I did not really like this movie when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually was given a copy of the DVD of it uh, for a birthday or a Hanukkah or something. And I remember I ended up taking it into uh, Bookmints, the Tucson used bookstore, just for credit. And I got other things. And and so that's kind of always been my opinion of it. And the unfortunate thing is that when I watched the movie again last night, I kind of still did not like it. Okay. It. So part part of what's always bothered me about the Simpsons movie is that it just feels like a long episode. Uh-huh. The swings are bigger, but at the end of the day, it starts at stasis and it returns to stasis. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And for a movie, like, I was expecting some sort of permanent change. 
I was right. mentioning this to a friend of mine uh, yesterday, and he was like, oh, so you wanted it to be like the Rugrats movie. I said, what? He's like, yeah, oh, they introduced a new yeah. couple of characters and then kept going, same formula, but with new additions. And I'm like, exactly like that. Ex- perfect. Yes. That's Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that is something that they that they could and should have done. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they also sort of teased that, like, at one point, they like, Spider-Pig was in, like, the, the intro, or was in, or in the trailers, like, every single trailer. Like, everyone knew the Spider-Pig song because yeah. it was in every single TV spot, every trailer that they showed. There was a point where I think they uh, one of the creatives said, like, oh, yeah, well, Spider-Pig's going to be in the series from here on out, and he pops up every so often. No. He's not in the series. <laughs> it's... He- uh, He's barely, he's only in act one of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, he's in the couch gag for the very next episode. So the premiere of season 19, the intro to the episode, the theme song, Bart is skateboarding through town and they're, like, rebuilding from the events of the all movie. all the, the broken dome glass. Like, I remember right. that because I remember uh-huh. I also went back and rewatched it. Right. And uh, then, like, Homer, like, sits down at the couch and... Uh, Harry Plopper spider pig is there and he says oh to summer love or something like that and then like he doesn't show up for like a, another season yeah um yeah I agree with that I do wish there was something there was something that changed the world in some way you know I know my, my, my friend Robbie who hosts that uh, the Simpsons show what he wanted from the from this is he wanted there to never be a Marge and Homer split up storyline ever again yeah, I I, and, I also was like, great, this is it. They're divorced now. That should be it. Like, oh, you, they're di- you wanted them to divorce. Of course I did. Oh my goodness, no! No! Matt, Matt you can't Groening, have them divorce! Of course you can! Homer's a monster! And, like, Marge is better off. I agree. I agree. You can't have them split up for good, though. Of course oh you goodness. can. Like, I agree 100%. Marge should have divorced him a thousand times over by this point, uh, especially the time that like he like frames her for drunk driving. Uh, that's yeah. an actual thing. Oh my god, I, I hate that. I despise that episode so much. Yeah, it like there's so much, and in this movie, he does bad things the entire time, mm-hmm. and then when all of a sudden it has the consequence of they leave him, all of a sudden he's like, well, why don't they care about me? And then Tress McNeil shows up in red face out of the clear blue sky to give him an epiphany. We don't we don't know her name. We know, learn nothing about her. She appears in order to get Homer to go back to Springfield. Okay, Sam, she does disappears. have a name. It's Boob Lady. I'm aware of that. that that's her name. <laughs> I was specifically trying not to say that. Oh, I'm and sorry. And it's like, oh my god, just let the, like we they've been telling the at that point they've been telling the same story for 18 years of this strained relationship and every time they show the not every time but oftentimes when they showed the future of the show it showed them separated mm-hmm. great give us that show us right. that there's so much other comedy to be gained from oh my god now homer and marge are both trying to date and it's weird and <laughs> It would be different. It would be a change instead of just the same nuclear family for forever. You know, I want. I, I, I'm not saying I want that. I want to go to the other, like the alternate universe where that has happened, just so I can see what it's like. I'm fascinated. Right. Like I want. To, I want to take the DVD box sets over over to our universe. Yeah, and in the in that universe, there's always two versions of the DVD box sets. There's 
Marge oh, and Homer. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. them fighting over who gets who the kids who which side the kids are on. Uh-huh. And then half of them are in like head shaped boxes and then the rest are like shaped like regular boxes, you know, because yeah. <laughs> the Homer ones are always head shaped boxes. Because uh-huh. of chaos and the Marge ones are sensible and they fit in line in a row. Nice, neat, easy to clean. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like the the movie as it existed, when it existed, it could have done, like, to make me happy, it could have done two big things. They could have gotten mm-hmm. divorced or they could have had an actual real character death. Nick Riviera, while sad, doesn't matter. No. And he doesn't die. He showed up li- li- again. Of course he did. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not dead, and it's 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 ridiculous. Like so, uh, they do this movie, and it means nothing. Mm-hmm. And that, more than anything else, is what bothers me about the Simpsons movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I really wish they had. I wish they could have made uh, Spider Pig a, a bigger thing. Like one of the more recent seasons, they did. Uh, uh, they brought in Santa's little helper's mom. And she has been present ever since. Weird. Yeah, and it's a it's a good episode. It's a very like I think it's a very good episode, and I think uh, it really hits. Like I, I th- there's part of me that wonders if they were writing that as a as a possible series finale mm. because it ties back into the season pre- series premiere. It ties back into interesting Santa's little helper coming from the racetrack at, on Christmas, right? And I really like that idea. Like, I, like I was like, oh, that's, that was very, that was very sweet. And then I think they were like, okay, we're going to write this as our series finale in case it ends. Oh wait, no, we have another four seasons coming. Oh, what's that? Fox was bought by Disney. They we're never allowed to die. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, we have to make uh, plus anniversary specials for the rest of our lives. Oh God. Have you watched that? No. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it is awful. <laughs> The, the, the Simpsons content that I've wanted to watch for a really long time is the Apu documentary, and uh-huh. it's you can't find it anywhere. Really? I found it on... I think I watched it on Vimeo. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Like, it so used if you just to Google be Hulu, it, you should, you should be anymore. able to find it. It's very good. It's it's right. it's excellent. Yeah. That... I'm... that That's the thing I want to watch more. But okay. So that was what the movie was then. For uh-huh. our version, I think one of the big things you need, if you're making a movie... It needs to have some sort of significance to the the thing itself, the show. Uh So for our version, for the movie we're making, at this point, is this a series finale? Or is it something else? What is your version of the Simpsons movie? So my version of the Simpsons movie is – so I actually have two two ideas here. Okay. Uh, One is a series finale. The other is a bridge into a – it will be a bridge into a new era of the Simpsons – with new voice actors, new animation style, and new creative team. Oh, okay. So, I agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Great, tell me. So, uh, my first my first one where it's a series finale. I'm thinking this is some sort of a summer adventure movie. So they are le- uh, either they are leaving Springfield, uh, but I'm not sure I want them to leave Springfield because if it is a series finale, we're going to want to see all of our favorite characters. And there's some sort of a like big like very similar to like in the Simpsons movie where there is some sort of a outside force that is like threatening the town in some way. Or mm-hmm. if it's not an outside force, it's Mr. Burns. Yeah, you know, whichever. Simpsons have to come together and take this and uh, overtake this, and then they uh, they they end up saving the town by the end of the summer. Where it comes into it being a finale is that 
the movie would end with either or would, or would end with kids going to school on their first day of school, but they're going in for fifth grade and third grade instead Ooh. of uh, instead of going back to you know, Miss Cravapple and uh, uh, Miss Hoover. Well, it uh, has been Miss Cravapple on... for a little while, right? Uh no yeah we he uh, they he has had like a lot like a string of new teachers since uh, since she passed away right um and so like they've had a couple that have like have not worked out and uh yeah no, uh, I can't remember where they where they sit right now with it with her teach with his teacher but yeah uh, they, for for he, people listening who don't know the the voice actress who played Miss Krabappel passed away and so they uh the character of Miss Krabappel also passed away it was it's heartbreaking because he just mar- she had just married in the show had just married. Ned Flanders, and so Correct. Ned Flanders which now means, has two dead wives. Which means that the only character deaths that have had any real lasting significance on the show have both been Flanders' wives. Yep. <laughs> the only character death I can think of that had any significance was Bleeding Gums Murphy, and even that, mm. he was kind of a visiting character every once in a while. Right. Uh, so the end of uh, so the end of the series would be, or the end of the movie would be them going off for their first day of school on on at the new grade levels. Bart gets a new teacher. Uh, I don't know who this new teacher would be, but it's someone who's able to like channel his, uh, you know, channel his energy, and actually like help him enjoy learning. Uh, and then Lisa, her new teacher, is going to be Mr. Bergstrom. Remind me, is uh, he Mr. the one Mr. with the the Massachusetts bolo tie? Yes. Uh, so Mr. Bergstrom, for those of y'all who don't know, was Lisa's substitute teacher, played by. Uh, why am I losing his name? Dustin Hoffman, uh, played by Dustin Hoffman, and she's like is just completely enamored with him because he is actually gives a shit, doesn't hate his job like Miss Hoover does. He was a Jewish cowboy, and yeah. Lisa doesn't think there were any Jewish cowboys. And he's wearing a digital <laughs> wristwatch. That's so good. I don't remember oh the goodness. episode. <laughs> oh, it's it's a perfect episode. It's I hope so you good. Oh. Um, I'm a teacher, so obviously this is like my favorite episode. Like it's like my, yeah. in my like rotation of three favorite episodes. But yeah, I would I want him to come back, and he's her new permanent teacher. And so finally, she has a teacher who cares enough to, you know, give her the give her the education she deserves. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, meanwhile, I'm not sure. I'm, I haven't figured out what Marge would, but Homer, I think he is going to get a promotion of some sort, and then Burns is finally going to remember his name. I mean, and I think it wouldn't be Homer if he wasn't failing up. <laughs> exactly, but like, yeah, give give all of the all of the Simpsons a, some sort of a win, uh, and then they get home and they all go come home to talk about their day, and then they all go out for frosty chocolate milkshakes, <laughs> and ride off into the sunset to get frosty chocolate milkshakes. Yeah, and I think I think that's it. You know, you were talking about Jaded Sam, and like like that's that me that's my like my sweet like sweet hard eyes ending because it's it, it, it i want everyone to be happy in the end and i want everyone to have uh a, a good a good send-off and right. what scares me is that they're not going to give these characters a good send-off before you know uh you know, before one of them dies like i i'm scared that like one of the core uh the core uh voice actors is going to pass away and they're going to have to end the series like prematurely Oh, I think that what when one of the core uh, actor actor or actresses die, core performers dies, they're going to try a season with them replacing the voice. It's not going to work, and then they're going to end the series. 
Well, here's the thing, though. We're going to get a all Scrub of... Season 9 out of it, is what I'm going to say. Right. I think all the voice actors, like, all of the core voice actors have said, like, in that situation, they'd all quit. Oh, good. And so, I it's, it's uh, so, yeah, they're going to have, they would have to, like, scramble to replace them, or they would have to end the series, and I, I, if they're going to be replacing the family, they just need to do a full-on reboot, and, yeah, like I said, different animation style, all that. The... Sumpsons. <laughs> uh, so my other idea, though, uh, that where it's a sort of like a bridge into the reboot, I, I, and I haven't figured out what leads to this. Like, I haven't figured out like what it is that leads to them looking and sounding different. But I feel like it would need to be something like some weird like multiverse meta thing, like and where like they which they've done though. Didn't they, they have do an done yes, where yeah. like the Simpsons met like the original character drawings from season one. They've actually like, the done Tracy Ullman version. They've done it like three times, and they're all in like Halloween episodes. Like they've done an, they've yeah. they've done one where they meet a bunch of different versions of the Simpsons. They met. They did the one where the the ghosts of the Tracy Ullman Simpsons were in there and then they did a more direct into the spider-verse parody which was the same thing that they had done the first time around which is weird but i feel like it would need to be something high concept like that where they meet another simpsons they are voiced by different uh they have different voice actors they have a different style they have a different look who knows maybe lisa's older than bart in this one i don't know shake it up and have some fun with it that yeah. was you know what i want what i want them to do you know don't fall into these this hole that we've been stuck in for 33 years you know find something interesting but by the end of it it ends with i guess uh, i think the 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 new versions of the simpsons getting settled into their lives as you know the simpsons the new simpsons and it ends with them going to the uh the christmas pageant from the first episode and that's how the movie ends that that's where our series begins and we don't need to follow the series like from then on we don't need to follow the series like straight on but make it cyclical like it'd be like oh you know it's kind of looped back on itself and we have the we have these new characters to watch that uh, the new versions of these characters to watch so in both versions of these what you're telling me really isn't the what's happening in the movie what you're telling me is kind of like the last five ten minutes of both movies of right here's the end here's where we're going next mm-hmm. and uh while i appreciate that what do you want to happen in the movie? In the other know. hour and twenty, hour thirty minutes. <laughs> you know, I want I, I my big my one of my biggest issues with the movie uh, the like the original movie as it stands besides besides the racism besides the the like the uh, the weirdness where you know like Marge is it's, just, it's a story that we've done before and Marge leaves them. My big one of my bigger issues with it is that they got James L. Brooks, you know, Hank they, Scorpio. And exactly, and a he does Hank Scorpio again. He literally yeah. does the same role again in the same voice. I remember sitting in the theater and thinking the same thing. Like I had this realization, like as I was watching the movie, I'm like, "That's just Hank Scorpio doing Hank Scorpio again." If you're gonna do this, just fucking have Hank Scorpio. Exactly, and it, it doesn't. It, it makes no sense. It's not as. It's not as funny. It. <sighs> It's it, and so it, it takes Scorpio in a plot line where the Simpsons leave Springfield. Uh huh. And it, on both accounts, not as good. Right. Like I, it makes no sense to me that they that they went with this new character. They if they were going to do it, why they should have just done Hank Scorpio. 
the thing people have been asking for for years. Right. Uh, so they, I, I would like them to either find a way to go back to Hank Scorpio and do something fun with that, or I, we just, I think we just need to keep it with Burns. Like I think Burns. I think is I this... also think it. So here's here's my pitch. Well, I mean, I'm going to brag on the movie as it exists for a second. Of like, they also have magic in this movie, and like, and they have like a magic sinkhole that just like makes a magic noise when someone goes in, and it's very weird. <laughs> and then like they have these animals that show up to undress Homer and Marge because they're going to have sex and then like the animals watch them have sex and then the random Tress McNeil red face lady who shows up out of the blue to just make Homer go do a thing and it's like look your show has never been like realistic but it has been somewhat grounded in reality the thing is though I think the problem the reason why like as a kid I accepted that like, cause I, I, I accepted like everything that happens in this movie is because for five seasons ahead of time, ahead of this, they had been doing this. Had they? They, they really had. Like, just leading from, like, really season, into like, the fact that this is a cartoon. Yeah, for like the entire the entire teens era, like they are doing this like weird magic stuff. Like, I think like the big point where most people like think like, oh, it tipped into that zone. There's a there's an episode where uh, Bart or Homer goes and is racing a horse. They get a they get another horse, and they and Bart is uh, racing this horse, and the other jockeys are like trying to bully them out of the horse racing, and turns out all of the jockeys are elves. Like literally, Homer gets sucked into a tree, like into <sighs> an, a. a and they sing a song about how they are jockey elves. This was season, oh god, season thirteen. No, season eleven. Season eleven. I uh, uh, I do not care for that. Um, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, if, unless it's like because they do crazy things in like the Halloween, like because theoretically the Halloween and the Christmas episodes were supposed to be their outlet for doing crazy things like that, but then they're just no, nope. That's. <laughs> Ah, uh, whatever. The, every episode became a Treehouse of Horror, but less fun. And, yeah, great. Well, it also like, makes the Treehouse of Horror less special. So you take the cool, the cool, crazy, special thing and you make it less special. That's fun. Way to syndrome it up, guys. <laughs> but, okay. So I think I think there's two different things we can do in terms of, like, plot of the movie. The first is, as you say, a Mr. Burns plot. Except, I don't think it should be. Okay. I think if, if we're going to be leaning into that, we have to kind of lean into, like, one of the big things that the show as far as i know has never completely requited and i think it should be instead of a mr burns plot it's smithers doing this big last ditch effort to be like look i have been obsessed and infatuated with you forever i'm doing this big thing that you would do to try to get you to notice me and respect you on your level and if this doesn't work i don't know what i'm going to do but it's my last attempt okay so so he is doing an uh, Smithers is doing an evil, some sort of an evil thing. Yeah, Smithers is doing a Burns. Okay, okay. Uh, I I love that subversion. That's fun. That's really interesting. Have you seen, have you have you watched any of this uh, most recent season? I have not. So there is an episode that I really, I thought was actually very good. Um, mm-hmm. It was a Smithers, he falls in love with another man. And like, very like it was not like coded it wasn't used as a joke like he is very clearly like dating uh, dating this man 
and you find you come to find out he's a, this guy is also a billionaire and he's also evil. <laughs> like he is also <laughs> evil, like Mr. So Burns. it's very much like just ah, oh, Smithers. Just at some point, does he say, "I guess I have a type"? Yes, he literally says those words. <laughs> Good, because like, he would have to. He leaves him because he is evil, and in the end, he ends up walking away from this relationship. He he's learned a lot about himself. He's learned a lot about you know, about who he is. Uh, and he also gets a puppy. He also gets a puppy out of the relationship. And then it's sort of like this like sweet ending for that. So that's the only reason I feel like uh, I don't feel like I, if, if this has happened before that episode, maybe. But the fact that he was so like, I cannot stand by well, you being in the evil. current season. Has he gone back to Mr. Burns at all or has he gone and done his own thing? I think he's still working for Burns, if I, if I remember I correctly. Know. All right, yeah. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I mean, if if they if they like returned to stasis, then I don't know what to tell uh, you. I love that subversion though; that's a lot of fun. But the other thing I had, uh, uh, I think, is something that they almost played with in this movie and then didn't. Of uh, this movie was a big step forward in like quality and style, and also what they can get away with. It's a movie; they're allowed to swear. They can have this big elaborate thing where Bart's skateboarding down the sidewalk and like all these amazing things are showing up. And then it's just a slat where for like a second, all you can see is Bart penis. The only full frontal nudity on Disney plus. And it is to this day, I find it hilarious. Like that is genuinely like this big elaborate set piece of like keeping like the junk hidden. And then it's just junk. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) That is an excellent bit. That is very funny to me. And I knew it was coming and I was like, it's still great. But what I think you can do is Simpsons meets Pleasantville of their entire world is changing. It's going, it's becoming higher death. And all of a sudden they find themselves being able to say things and get away with things that they never would have been able to get away with and say. And it's them as a family. Some of them are into it. Some of them are not, but in ways you wouldn't expect. Like Bart probably would be against this this subversion because all of a sudden if everyone is able to say these words then he's not the bad boy by being able to say things like crap and damn himself and Uh lisa would be for it even though it's a more crass world because all of a sudden people are more honest and they get to be truer to who they are okay and it's people are able to get away with things in the movie that they wouldn't necessarily have been able to get away with it in on the tv show so it's the characters themselves subverting our expectations of how we think they would have responded to this Uh and it's it's literally the entire world of The Simpsons going through this transition of, do we want to accept this new, different version of us, or do we want to cling to the stasis that we used to come from? Okay, I like that. Here's the cool thing. I think both of those ideas mm-hmm. mesh well with both of my finale ideas. I think the, I think, I think the, the Smithers plot works really well with, uh, works really well with them aging up at the end of it. Yeah, and I think that one ends uh, is the high concept idea I was looking forward to go with the uh, with the ending where they end up changing. It, it, it becomes a different family. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I love both of those ideas. That's, it's really fascinating. Yeah, um, I think that's what we need. Something like that, right? We need something. That, yeah, we need the show desperately needs something that changes the formula. And when they do, when they do take a shot and take like a big swing. Uh, at the formula i think it's usually when the show works the best mm-hmm. yeah god like my favorite episode in the last you know like five years or so 
uh, is the Halloween of Horror episode, not Treehouse of Horror. There's like an in-canon Halloween episode that is stellar. Like, it, it is a plot that belongs in season five, six. Wow. It, it, it's amazing to me because in what worked about, I think what helped work so much well with, uh, so, worked so well with it is that it was something that they'd never done before. They'd never shown The Simpsons on Halloween in a, in a story that was grounded and realistic. You know, every time it was like, oh, here's some make em up bullshit where. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. Yeah, this was like season like twenty eight, I think. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Halloween of Horror. Check it out, y'all. I like it. Uh, so the I I feel like we should at some point address the actual things that happen in this movie. And the, the the core things of this movie is uh, the Lisa meets some uh, like some Irish guy and she has a crush. Uh, mm-hmm. Bart realizes that he's not really happy with Homer as his father, and he's being more drawn to Ned Flanders as his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandpa uh, has a literal true epiphany in church. It's not that Simpsons has ever shied away from the existence of God in their world, but Grandpa <laughs> Simpson has it speaks miracles, it, and Marge yep. is the only one that believes him. And uh, Homer adopts a pig. Yep. <laughs> All of this, uh, and and that's kind of like their weird kind of flowing character progressions, and none of them have anything to do with each other, really. No. Lisa, Lisa's crush shows up with flowers in the middle of an angry mob with pitchforks as if he doesn't exist in that same world. <laughs> and it's very strange. It's it's incredibly um, strange. But the, the reason I bring it up is, is there are there any pieces of that, because this is technically ideal remake, not ideal sequel, are there any pieces of that that you want to keep? I like, I love the idea of Bart getting seeing Flanders as a as a better example of a father. I I agree. That of the four of them, that's the one that I'm most interested in as, as well because mm-hmm. it is a super interesting and compelling thing for Bart to be drawn to this about of 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 anything. Mm-hmm. I also I I also like the Colin, uh Colin's the the Irish kid. Yeah. Uh be, I I like that in that it gives it gives Lisa a chance to be a little girl who is you know is has this infatuation and she has this crush that she can't quite she may not even be able to like fully understand what's going on in her brain but like she's like oh she has this big crush and they've done the story but they've also done the story in similar ways but with the boys who are far inappropriately too old for her i like that this this kid is like this kid is her age, and she's able to like like I think it's a, I, I wish they kept calling around. I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't keep calling around. I I I liked I liked Colin just as an example of why Millhouse is problematic. <laughs> of like, oh man, this is not okay, but this guy's cool, and it's just like behaviorally and whatever. And it's not even that he's more dreamy or whatever. It's just that like he isn't a he isn't a manipulative dick. <laughs> and like I would have liked Colin more if he'd been more present. He just felt like he was a late script addition just to give Lisa something to do. Uh-huh. And I think Colin is a little bit more interesting if you uh oh man, sound of music it up a little bit and make him drawn in to the Mr. Smithers or oh. to which at like the shifting reality, whichever side Lisa's on, he's on the other side. And now okay. she has to like deal with the conflict of like 
is she willing to change what she believes to be with this guy she really likes or is she more committed to her thoughts like her, her own personal beliefs how about this like so i i think this could be another environmental disaster situation uh well, you know, the entire like world's changing or right. smithers is doing something either way it's going to be bad for the environment right right so we how about like lisa and colin like as this like sort of team that are like working to like protect the environment and get people to start recycling and stop dumping shit in the river they are working together uh, and like they kind of become like well known in the town as like oh like they're sort of like the greta thunberg of this uh yeah <laughs> like of, of springfield and then he's bribed by smithers and burns to flip-flop on his opinion yeah. and he starts using his mouthpiece for for evil i think mm-hmm. that could be interesting i think it could be really interesting and it's just it puts lisa to the test and i always think that it's interesting because she's always been the moral center of the show don't look mm-hmm. into yearly smith and and i always think that it's important and that's why especially after the apu thing when they like put when they put the most obnoxious shitty words into lisa's mouth i always think that's the worst because she's the moral high ground let her be that have you you've seen that 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 episode about apu right oh yeah oh god i hate it, it so much it's very bad oh i don't i don't even want to talk about yeah, it we're not we're not going to talk <laughs> about it but, so like, much. But, but i think you have to let lisa be, like she's the moral high ground let her be let her fight for the things that are that are right and then have to deal with the fact that sometimes fighting for the things that are right is complicated. Mm-hmm. The world isn't cut and dry, black and white, good and evil. It's more complicated than that. And I think Lisa needs to come to terms with that as well and talk about, okay, he took this bribe and did a really bad thing, but what did he do with that money? Mm-hmm. And where is the gray area that she's comfortable with? Yeah, I like that. But yeah, I don't know. The movie is too many things, but also not enough things. <laughs> It's, but I like what we're talking about. What what else is important for you for uh, the end of the movie? Do you want to have this throwaway moment where Maggie at the very end, in the middle of the credits, like Maggie, you're going to say your first word, and then she says the word sequel, sequel, <laughs> and it's not voiced by uh, oh, who was it? Oh, uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, why can't it wasn't Mary name? Tyler Moore? It was no, 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 no. It was some big famous person who I'm now forgetting. No, not Mag- not Nancy Cartwright. <laughs> <laughs> it's this big right, sweet moment. I'll figure it out. Uh, keep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can keep going. Maggie, she says, Dad at the end of the episode. Don't forget you're here forever. Gets turned into do it for her. Oh my God, it's right. great. Uh, anyway, you diminish that for the point of a Elizabeth Taylor. Joke. Elizabeth it was, Taylor. It is Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. I was like, Elizabeth, like, come on. Like, I know this. And yeah. I was like, Mary Tyler Moore. So Elizabeth Ty- Tyler. I, we were both <laughs> definitely there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that we both kind of are clear on what we want from this movie of some, it ne- the movie needs to be significant. It right. can't just be another forgettable episode, but mm-hmm. long. And I think we have two kind of options of the way it could go. And now we just need, Megan Amram to kill whatever his name was and, and assume control. I, I'm on board for that. That said, I do have a writer-director for our version of the movie. Okay. Um, we, t- we talked about it a little bit because it's like, it's as you say, it's not The Simpsons without the cast of The Simpsons. And even though your version would be bringing in a new cast, neither of us like are recasting this movie. Because it's The Simpsons. You can't. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So I did come in with a writer and a directing team. My And what was important to me is that somehow both of these, uh, the team and the writer, are tied back into the graining verse as a whole because it's very insular and they only kind of promote from within. So it needs to be people who've done cool, good some th- things elsewhere that we can then apply here. Okay. So my writer, because we need someone who can... At the end of the day, this is going to be end of either The Simpsons as a whole or the end of an era of The Simpsons. So it needs to be someone who's really good at writing graining verse era finales. Mm-hmm. So we need the guy who wrote The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings, Into the Wild Green Wand Yonder, and the Futurama episode. Meanwhile, we need Ken Keeler. Okay. I'm on board for that. He is the person who is has been cited as saying he's the person who knows how to end shows. And like he's uh-huh. written the series finale for Futurama like, four <laughs> times now. Yeah, seriously. And it's always been him because he knows how to do it. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, Into the Wild and Green Yonder. Are great. <laughs> and the Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings are all amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're all good finales. And that's kind of what we need. The only the only reason they're not good finales is because, you know, they, they did They're not end. finales. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings and Meanwhile are both better. Yeah. I, I like Into the Wild Green Yonder, but it's not quite as good. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is it's the of the three of them, it's the one movie. But I think he'd be able to write this movie in a way that it isn't easily broken into four episodes. Right. Um, and so for director, I just got the directors for The Mitchell and the Machines. I got uh, Michael Rionda and Jeff Rowe just because you want wholesome family togetherness with kind of an, an oafish dad and uh-huh. a know-it-all daughter and an obnoxious son. It, yeah. Yeah. I, and with, I, I love that movie. So Absolutely crazy zaniness and yeah just something like that to bring it all together just something else new flavor because at the end of the day the simpsons is such a strong part of everyone our age is like collective consciousness like no matter what we're going to go through our lives quoting the simpsons forever Mm -hmm. we're going to call the big one bitey (laughs) it's just how we're going to live our lives i'd really like to see what phil lord and chris miller would do with the simpsons yeah i'd I hadn't considered that until just now when you said Mitchells versus the Machines, but right? I, I want to see a Lord Miller take on, like, even if they just did a couch gag. I would love if the Simpsons did a season that was just all, um, what was it, Star Wars Legends? Oh, yes. Where okay. it's just, just an entire season, like 10, 15 episodes, and every episode it's a different creative force behind it. Uh-huh. And it's just all of them telling the Simpsons story that they always... Like, none of it is quote-unquote canon for whatever right. Simpsons canon is worth. Mm-hmm. It's just all of these different stories that could take place in Springfield. It doesn't even mm-hmm. have to focus on the Simpsons if they don't want it to. It's just an entire episode of 22 Tales from Springfield. About Springfield. Uh-huh. About Springfield. Uh, and I think that'd be amazing. There's a Bob's Burgers episode where the entire episode, like, every, like, 20, 30 seconds was animated by someone different. That's awesome. It's really jarring because the, sure. it, it throws you into the episode and doesn't explain anything. And so like, if you're just like pulling it up on Hulu, it's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, you need <laughs> like, to go. You need to go in knowing what's about to happen. Especially but. if you're at a heightened state, like you know, like I was the other night when I watched this episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Amazing. 
Um, but yeah, that's, I think we both kind of know what we want from this. Do you have any other thoughts you want to add towards uh, our Simpsons movie? No, I think I think we kind of nailed it. Like I I really love that we have the heart of this. Like the, like this show, this movie definitely has the heart of the episodes that we love of the show, mm-hmm. uh, while also bringing in the higher stakes that like a movie kind of needs. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Cool. Can't wait for them Good. to make it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We will in theaters only. <laughs> why does it sound like a threat these days in theaters oh only. because it is <laughs> god yeah i don't know all right cool brian thank you very much for joining me uh for this episode thanks uh, for having me i was happy to be here yeah promote social medias and stuff that whatever you'd like to promote yeah uh you can follow me on uh twitter and instagram it's at bort atx b-o-r-t-a-t-x uh, and I don't have a podcast right now, so I'm just kind of, you know, being the <laughs> back to my ho- uh, podcast hobo ways. But if you want to check out, listen to my dumb voice, then check out uh, Theme Park This. It's a, our show that just ended a couple months ago. And every episode we took a theme park or we took a, a concept or an idea or an IP and we built a theme park out of it. Uh, one of our first episodes was The Simpsons. So if you like the simpsons mm-hmm. you like hearing me talk about the simpsons yeah go listen to that or just knock on my door i'm sure i'll talk to you about the simpsons at some <laughs> point um, and as someone who listened to every single episode of uh theme park this and then had the delightful honor of getting to be on an episode where we did all of nintendo <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was intimidating it's it's a super fun listen and uh, i'm sad that it's gone but yeah me too but we move on know, it is i loved what it, it. Uh, so yeah, cool. If you're interested in following me, I'm on social media on Twitter at Sam Gash, S-A-M-G-A-S-C-H, or follow the podcast, Ideal Remake on Twitter or Instagram. Or the best thing you can do, the thing you can do for any podcast is to go online and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and that's always great. And the thing I always try to do, because Ideal Remake is a part of the dueling genre uh network is to promote one of the other shows on the dueling genre network and today i'm promoting franchiseography which is hosted yeah. by scott corelli and nick jimenez who have both been on this show before and basically they do a dig deep into entire filmographies of Halloween's biggest franchises with development details behind the scenes stories and more as they attempt to get to the bottom of the house and why's of the franchise they did scream which brian was a guest for i was a first uh, first guest on the further scream that was amazing they did x-men they did uh men in black which i got to be a guest for they uh are in the middle of doing the matrix which might be over by the time this episode comes out <laughs> I, th- I think the last one just came out I-, I am so behind on my podcasts because as a bookkeeper i've been very busy the last little bit <laughs> Um, I'm not even sure what uh, what order the three episodes of I recorded and I'm recording another one on Tuesday are going up in. But I'm going to find out. It's going to be great. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all very much for uh, tuning in for our remake of The Simpsons. So we'll end this episode the way we always do by asking you this question. Brian, what is your favorite quote from the movie, The Simpsons movie? Ooh. Not Ooh, from The Simpsons man. in general. But from uh-huh. the movie, The Simpsons movie. Yeah, I, I should have been prepared for this crap. <laughs> for some uh, reason, no one ever is. I mean, I don't remind anyone because I think it's funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I do like the the phrase the epiphany because I like uh, I like combining words together. Uh, but I think I'm just going to end it this way: Spider Pig, 
spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out. He is a spider pig. Coming to you at all subway locations in spring of 2007. <laughs>